What's up, everyone? This is Hannah with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. I am a physical therapist here in Charleston, and I am the new host of this podcast. This podcast is meant to give you the correct health and fitness information, along with spreading awareness of all of the different health and fitness professionals here in Charleston. I love being able to use this podcast as a way to meet all of those around me that are trying to make the world a better place. And my mission as a PT is to educate people and to empower them to take ownership and control of their health. This is season three of the podcast. You can find us on Instagram at Healthy Charleston. Otherwise, thank you so much for listening. Enjoy the show. What's up, Healthy Charleston? On today's podcast, I get to talk with Jimmy Saverance, the owner of Body Works by Jimmy and the owner of Charleston Wellness Studios. We talked about his practice as a massage therapist, a lot about health and wellness, stress, self-care, recovery, and the benefits of self-employment. Jimmy has 21 years of experience as a massage therapist, ranging from working in a medical provider's office, a spa, and a gym, and now he has created his own hybrid practice. He specializes in deep tissue therapeutic work, um, but he does offer a range of services. Jimmy created Charleston Wellness Studios with the goal of providing exceptional client care under the same roof. So thanks for listening and enjoy the show. All right, everyone, welcome back to the Healthy Charleston Podcast. Today, I am joined by Jimmy, Jimmy Saverance. Should I say your last name? Is that okay? Yeah, that's good. Who owns Body Works by Jimmy and also the Charleston Wellness Studios. So welcome, Jimmy. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. Excited to have you on. So tell our listeners what exactly it is that you do here in Charleston. Uh, So I am a uh, massage therapist of 21 years. and pretty much kind of my specialty is um, deep tissue, uh, neuromuscular massage therapy, um, slash sports massage. Um, but I, on top of doing uh, those types of massages, also offer kind of more relaxation, um, some spa services. But, you know, that's not necessarily what I'm known for. Usually people come to see me because they want, you know, they want to be able to feel the massage and have me work out kinks and some torture kind of yeah. aspect of it. So, yeah, but, um, I've worked in the spa industry for many years before going into self-employment. And, um, so on top of doing deep tissue kind of, you know, massage, that's not necessarily very comfortable, I like to incorporate some feel good, relaxing elements like hot towels and hot stones um, which can also be therapeutic. So your business, you own two businesses, Body Works by Jimmy and then the Charleston Wellness Studios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you said you've been in the, you've been a massage therapist for 21 years, right? Yes. Yeah. That's huge, man. Congrats. That's Thanks. awesome. Um, so I, when I was much younger, um, started out as an x-ray tech, um, and quickly realized after being in that for a few years that it was not, um, not going to be my lifelong career. Um, it wasn't, I wasn't really cut out for that. Uh, so 
had a roommate at the time that was a massage therapist that kind of introduced massage to me and, you know, made the suggestion that maybe I should think about going to massage school. And uh, it really was just kind of an outlet for me to get away from doing x-rays. Yeah. <laughs> um, and went to massage school and finished that course and got certified and licensed in South Carolina and immediately went into um, doing massage at a doctor's office, um, also in a kind of PT setting where I pretty much worked under physical therapists. Um, and that really gave me a lot of my hands-on kind of experience in the beginning um, and dealing with people that were had issues as far as injuries and were in pain mostly. Um, but get, at the time, I didn't love it. Um, but realized later on that it really gave me good experience in dealing with all these different types of patients and clients. Um, so just kind of my journey of where I started um, with massage is went to massage school at Southeastern School of Neuromuscular Massage Therapy, uh, which is located here in Charleston. Um, oh, wow. I didn't know that. And worked in this doctor's office uh, with this under physical therapist for many years, probably, I don't know, six or seven years, and really kind of got burned out on that whole atmosphere because it was definitely kind of a medical atmosphere and um, thought that I was starting to dislike massage as well. Um, but then went from there to working in a spa atmosphere, uh, which I loved and um, definitely gave me more of an opportunity to work with people that weren't always in pain um, and that, you know, wanted to relax, but also have some therapeutic massage. Um, and so I really built a clientele in the spa industry. Um, again, my niche was doing kind of deep work. So those are the clients that I attracted. Um, and so I worked in the spa industry for probably six or seven years as well. Um, but during that time, realized that maybe I was good enough at that point that I could step out on my own and um, have those clients come to see me directly versus coming through the spa. Um, so started part-time, self-employed, and worked out of a room in the back of a gym in West Ashley. Mm. Um, and it was, you know, it was kind of that leap of faith where I still worked at the spa part-time and was self-employed part-time, but gradually became more self-employed over the years. And um, working in the gym atmosphere uh, really, again, attracted those kind of athletic, um, you know, gym rats and that kind of stuff that were injuring themselves working out and would come see me, you know, for some relief and um, care. Um, and so after being in the gym for about five years, um, I'd always had this vision of creating a space of my own that, uh, incorporated other kind of wellness, holistic practitioners. Um, but I never wanted to employ people. Um, that's really not anything I've ever been interested in managing <laughs> people. Um, so I, um, came up with Charleston Wellness Studios, uh, which is, uh, I provide the space for other practitioners to work out of, 
Um, they're all self-employed and run their own shows, um, but we're just all kind of under the same roof. Um, so I started Charleston Wellness Studios three, three and a half years ago, uh, which is located in West Ashley, um, kind of over in the Avondale area. Uh, it's at a place called Schoolhouse, which is an old um, elementary school from back in the 50s. Uh, it's on Magnolia Road. Um, so the schoolhouse is a very cool space. Um, there's probably 20 different businesses located in the building. Oh, it's huge. Yeah. And oh. then um, there's also a pretty large event space there, uh, which is nice. Um, but just the vibe of the building is, you know, it has some history to it. And uh, the interior is just very cool. It's kind of industrial with these you know, big exposed beams up in the roof. and It's not like a sterile doctor's office. Right. Yeah. With anatomy pictures on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. So about three and a half years ago, I started Charleston Wellness Studios. And uh, so there, I, I work out of that space. Uh, and then there's two other massage therapists, uh, Gabby and um, Amber. And then also two acupuncturists, um, Brian and Tara, uh, and an esthetician, Tony, and uh, professional counselor, Sarah. And um, everybody kind of runs their own show, and we cross-refer clients and patients yeah. as needed, which is very cool. Um, and, yeah, that's where I'm at. So I have a lot of questions. I'm very <laughs> excited. So this is what's on my mind right now. So what exactly does an esthetician do? Okay. Esthetician is skincare. Okay. So, like, the facials? So she does uh, – she's um, – or like organic products mm -hmm. um, when she does facials. Um, she also does, I think, waxing and, um, you know, more of a cosmetic kind of profession, I think. But um, I am have become addicted to her facials, so yeah. I get them on a regular basis. I might um, need to start that. Which I love. Yeah. Um, and hopefully will help me. Stay young. Stay beautiful <laughs> forever. So you supply a place for others to work out of their own self-employment. Like everyone right. is self-employed. Yeah. Um, and then you just provide the space and you're all together, which is like a cool atmosphere because again, you can cross refer. And also it's like, um, what is the word? Like you can all kind of help each other, like think um, and like talk about things. Right. So I feel like that's kind of the direction that a lot of things are going, especially because so many wellness and healthcare and fitness professionals like want to be self-employed mm -hmm. um, instead of, like you said, instead of having employees, letting everyone kind of run their own show. Right. What do you mm -hmm. feel like is the the biggest benefit between? what you're doing and like maybe what you considered versus of like hiring employees. Like what do you think is the biggest difference and then the biggest benefit of that? Um, for one, I, um, I love supporting other people and their journeys of being self-employed. Um, because when I think about my own past, as far as my employment and, being self-employed is just, it's pretty awesome and I can create my own schedule and, you know, run my own show and do things the way I want to do them, um, you know, and basically live out my vision or my 
goals and dreams of what I view my business being. Um, so supporting other individuals in their um, journeys of being self-employed, um, creating that cross-referral basis, which was kind of the initial goal was to bring all these other um, practitioners, wellness, holistic people together um, so that everybody kind of, even though we don't do the exact same thing, you know, we all kind of have the same vision of what wellness mm -hmm. is. Um, and there's clearly many, many different aspects to wellness, you know, um, self-care, body care, um, the mental capacity of, you know, the psychology of a professional counselor. Um, and so even though there's other massage therapists that work with me, like I've never viewed other massage therapists as competition. Um, there's lots of people out there that need our services and each massage therapist is going to be quite different in what they offer. Um, you know, I'm more of a deep tissue kind of um, sports therapist. Um, Amber Lackey, um, who works out of Charles Wanna Studios, um, she is more focused on women's health. Um, she does a type of massage called um, Sarga technique. Um, she actually does a massage with her feet, um, which kind of have to get your head around if you're going to be the client, like having somebody put their feet all over you. Um, but That's I will say from experience, help. it's it was quite amazing. Um, and I've received numerous massages from her and her feet. Um, and the thing that I didn't realize that she would be able to do is she can put all of her body weight mm. you know, into her feet when she's giving you a massage. So it can be quite intense as far as pressure, but it's awesome. Um, and then Gabby uh, Bankston, who is also there, um, does a lot of kind of neuromuscular massage as well. Um, so I'm not sure if I answered yeah. your question. Um, yeah, so it's a way for you to like have people around you that have your same philosophy and beliefs. Yeah, and then I, you know, everybody that's there... Um, at Charles Morris Studios is established and has their their own um, you know clientele basis and uh, they didn't grow their business there mm. they continue to grow their business while they're but um, they're established and you know I don't have to feel responsible for their success yeah like you're not I, I want to be a part of that you know their success but it's not strictly, I don't feel the responsibility for it. Like they're not relying on you for clients. Obviously. Right. Yeah. You have different approaches, but like similar, similar, I don't even want to say like services because you do offer something very different. Yeah. So like, what is the process like of referring within the Charleston wellness studios in the sense of like someone's coming to you and, you realize for some reason that they need something different or something more. What yes. makes you realize that? Um, well, for one, you know, I think there are times that I've taken for granted that um, I've been a massage therapist for 21 years full time um, and have put my hands on a lot of different bodies. And um, with that experience, I have a certain sense of, 
it's almost like an intuitive thing. Like I don't even realize it's there sometimes, but you know, touching tissue that it's unhealthy and then tissue that's healthy on people. Um, you kind of learn like, okay, this is going to, this is going to take some work to get this person's back or, you know, whatever area I'm focusing on, um, back to some normalcy. Mm -hmm. And then there are times when I, you know, have worked on somebody for a few times and maybe they're not getting relief or they're not getting results like I think they should have or they think. And so then I think about, well, what other um, modalities or uh, what other kind of work could help this person. Um, And acupuncture really uh, oftentimes is a really good combination for with massage. So um, both Brian and Tara are awesome acupuncturists. Uh, Brian is a little more um, sports medicine related. Um, that's what his training's in. Um, so I'll send you know my clients to him for issues that I don't feel like I've been as successful in treating, or or just the combination of the acupuncture and massage being. Um, the plan for getting that person mm-hmm. back to where they want to be. It's like a team approach. Right. So like instead of viewing it as, as a practitioner, I failed or I can't help this person. It's more of like, there are other ways that this person can be helped. And it's not like you did something wrong. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's like an amazing outlook. Um, especially like, For me, someone who graduated in May, I don't have 21 years of experience, right? Right. But like, it's very easy to take things personally. And it's very easy to be like, oh, well, they didn't get better because of me. They didn't get better because I didn't do a good job. But like, not taking it personally and realizing that like that person may just need something different, something or someone different. Yeah. And, you know, I, um, over the years, you know, have people contact me with whatever specific issues they're having and ask, you know, is this something that you have experience in or is this something that you think you could help me with? And I'm pretty honest. Like I don't, I don't need to work on every single person that contacts me. Um, there's, there are a lot of other practitioners in Charleston that, that I do refer to that, you know, don't necessarily, that I don't necessarily do exactly what they do mm-hmm. as far as massage. Like if, you know, someone's looking for more of a kind of Thai massage. Well, that's not, I'm not trained in that. So I'm not going to pretend like I am. So, you know, I have friends or colleagues that I can refer out to. Like the pressure's not on for you to see every person in Charleston that needs a massage. Right. And then the same thing as uh, prenatal massage is, you know, something that is definitely beneficial for um, pregnant women and I can do prenatal massage. It's not my favorite thing to do. Um, I've had some training in it. I, it's not, I'm not out seeking those types mm-hmm. of clients. So yeah. if I do have someone that wants that, then there are other therapists within Charleston One Studios that specialize in that. So I would much rather that person see someone that has a lot more experience in doing that type of massage. Because like they're going to get someone who's more experienced and they're also going to get someone that enjoys it and yeah. you're going to have your schedule filled with people like with types of services that you enjoy more, yeah 
rather than being like, well, I got to see everybody. Yeah. And I think like with massage and I think this goes for anything, but it like, there's so many different types and like same thing for physical therapy. Like, so people view it as like, you go to PT, it's the same. It's just PT. But like, I'm sure you can vouch for like the experience that you get with a different physical therapist in a different office. Like it's all so different. Like the experience that you get with me, it's going to be different than Nate. Um, so just you like talking about that, I think helps a lot. Um, and I think this podcast is like as much for potential clients and patients as it is for like people that are wanting to be self-employed, people that are self-employed and like people that listen to this podcast and they're like, Oh, well, Jimmy, Jimmy did it. Like yeah. I should do it too. Yeah. Um, so I always think that's cool to like get your take on these things. So you have experience in like a medical setting, a spa setting and a gym setting. Yeah. And do you feel like you kind of took all of those experiences and like hybrid hybrided? I don't know if this is a word mix them together to build body works. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's definitely a combination of, you know, all the experiences I've had, um, in my career as a massage therapist. Um, so when you come, come into Charleston wellness studios, it definitely has kind of that spa atmosphere. Um, you know, there's a, a relaxation room or reception area basically, which is, you know, it's, it's not a spa, but I want people once they, as soon as they walk into the space to automatically start feeling more relaxed. Um, so just sitting in the reception area with, there's a water feature and soft music a water playing feature. some cucumber water, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, low lighting and that kind of thing. Um, so from that aspect, yes, that's probably where the, the spa experience uh, comes in. Um, and then, but you know, I have people come in and get on my table and I've got the soft music playing, but I'm getting ready to sink my elbow and into their shoulder yeah. or whatever. And I think some people are like, well, this isn't relaxing. So why am I listening to this kind of yeah, relaxing? Like you should turn music? on some heavy metal. So there are times when, and I like for a client to tell me like, what do they want? Like if they are not digging the music, then tell me and you know, we can change that. Yeah. Um, yeah. All the, you know, the spa, the, working in a PT kind of medical setting, um, all those things have created um, the type of work that I do. Um, and not only do I do kind of deep tissue work, but there are certain modalities that um, I incorporate. So there's like the Graston technique, mm -hmm. uh, which is an instrument-based you know, manipulation of the soft tissue. Um, and then one of my favorite things that I do is it's a type of muscle scraping. Um, and I really learned it through acupuncture. Um, it's similar to the Graston technique. Um, and I use it primarily on the upper back, kind of neck, shoulders. Um, I can do it. I do it all over the back, lower back as well. But um, isn't, I'd use an instrument to basically kind of scrape the tissue um but what it does is so when there's an area that's you know kind of jacked up or really tight 
um, from whatever weightlifting or just being athletic or um, the fascia in a sense can kind of get stuck together. So by doing the scraping technique, um, when you scrape over the tissue, it tears those layers of fascia apart. So blood that's not really circulating in that tissue because it's so tight immediately comes to the surface. Um, so it really breaks down the tissue in a sense. Um, it's similar to cupping uh, when you see people that have had cupping and it draws the blood mm -hmm. to the surface. Um, in acupuncture, it's called guasa. Yes. Um, I thought it was gua sha. Are we talking about the same? Like, I, it's gua sha or gua sha. But like the... Um, it's like all over Instagram right now. Yeah. So I, yeah. and I'll tell you the instrument that I've used just because that's what I was trained with is a Chinese soup spoon. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, I mean, it's just a ceramic spoon. Um, but it's usually, I'm not going to say all the time, but usually people that I do that on and I do it quite, it's a pretty regular practice of mine. Um, usually get up off the table and immediately or feel like they have more range of motion mm -hmm. and just more movement. Um, it's not for everybody. I don't, I don't suggest it for everyone. Yeah. Um, but it is very beneficial. And personally, like if I, if I have an issue and I can get to it, if I can reach it, yeah. then I will do it on myself. <laughs> um, is that the thing? Everyone's using the like gua sha, I think on their face. Have you seen yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. And so, it's like the rose quartz. Um, there's, there's a roller, and then also there's like the little. I'm like drawing it in the air, but it, it kind of looks like. It's an instrument that's yeah. like curved and. Yes, thank you. Yes. Is that the same thing? Um, it's a version of it. Yes. Okay, like it stemmed kind of from this. Yeah. Okay. So you mentioned the PT medical setting. What did you. Like, what made you not like that setting? What kind of led to your burnout of that setting? Um, I think part of it was, you know, being employed by someone else and just having to follow their protocols. Mm -hmm. Um, basically having, listening to what the PT wanted me to work on, that kind of thing versus me really assessing the client or patient myself. Like you getting to use your own expertise. Right. Versus like following directions. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a big issue like in today's world when there's like a figure of assumed authority, but like you all, like we all have our, our own specialty and like our own autonomy. Mm -hmm. um, and I feel like it, it always leads to, especially someone who's like driven and, someone like you who like knows they can do it on their own. Like it always leads to that person doing it on their own. Right. It's like, why would you have to sit here and listen to me when you're like, well, I might know better or something different than you. And I'm like, yeah, like finding a relationship like that, that works. It's, um, can be difficult and challenging. Right. What did you not like about the spa? Um, the spa setting. Was there anything that you didn't like from there particularly? No, I loved working at the spa and there was, a really great um, community of employees. So I met tons of other massage therapists um, through that experience. And um, there's really nothing that I disliked 
about the spa setting other than, you know, being self-employed, I get to set my own schedule and mm-hmm. do things that the way I want to do them. Um, so. What do you feel like makes you and your space different than a spa? Um, you know, you're not going to get the amenities of a spa. Like typically a spa may have, you know, real swanky locker rooms with mm. fancy products to shower with and that kind yeah. of stuff. Um, you know, maybe saunas or steam rooms and that kind of stuff. I don't really offer those types of things. Um, you know, I do some services that are what I call spa services as far as like a body scrub or mm-hmm. um, a detox wrap with essential oils. Um, and those are definitely more kind of relaxation um, services and, I don't do a ton of those, but I do offer them. And there's a shower within my space. So, you know, if I do a scrub on someone, they can immediately get in the shower to um, clean up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's – Charles Mono Studios has that spa feeling, but it's not necessarily what I would call a spa. Yeah. Although I, I like to take advantage of getting multiple services within one day. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> I, like, I like to call my spa day. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I'll get a facial and a massage, you know, back to back. And yeah, that's pretty sweet. So your career is, a, is all about other people, you know, like you are focused on that person for an hour or more. Mm-hmm. And it's about helping others feel recovered and relaxed and providing like self-care and wellness to other people. How do you give yourself that same thing, knowing that you do it all day for other people? How do you return the love to yourself? Um, well, definitely uh, the gym, going to the gym on a regular basis. Um, you know, I've always liked to think of myself as being pretty fit. Um, and so, you know, going to the gym three or four days a week. Um, I think has helped keep my body physically able to do massage for that many years. Um, and I continue to crave that, um, physical fitness, um, and being, you know, I think it helps me keep my endurance for being able to do four or five, sometimes six hours a day of massage. Um, yeah, I don't. Well, I forget what the question is now. Like, how do you how do you give yourself self care, knowing oh, yeah. that, like you so, give it to other people? Sorry. Yeah, just um, weightlifting for one, mm-hmm. um, and then making time for myself um, on a fairly regular basis of receiving massage, receiving skincare, facials, you know, acupuncture. Um, and it's, for me, it's pretty easy just because it's, it's right there at my disposal. Um, so I get massaged probably once every two to three weeks, uh, get a facial about once a month, get acupuncture probably about once a month. Um, sometimes that's for specific, you know, problem areas or injuries, but I like to think of it more as, 
kind of wellness care. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, like doing something that like, that like makes you feel recovered, like makes you feel yeah. relaxed, doing something for you. Maybe like sometimes the best thing is doing it for you for no reason, right. you know, like because there's no pain and injury and just because it's like for Jimmy. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people, especially in this space of health, health and wellness of like, we're treating other people we're helping other people. Like we often forget to help ourselves. Yeah. What do you feel like you mentioned you felt a little bit of a burnout, like when you were working for someone else, do you feel like working for yourself has really solved that issue of burnout? Yes. Like um, amazing. Like don't feel any of it anymore. Well, and I think part of that is when I get to the point where I feel like I'm, you know, pushing my boundaries of what I can physically do with work, then I have the authority to be able to say, okay, I'm going to take an extra long weekend, you know, to kind of reset or I'm going to take a vacation, mm -hmm. you know, at a certain time of the year. Um, so yeah, it, it helps me to, um, being self-employed just gives me a lot more opportunity to, to have the schedule I want and know when I'm pushing my boundaries, you know, too much that I can, I can take time off yeah, and not have to ask permission or like feel bad about it. Right. Yeah. And like, you can, like you can wax and wane between like taking time off and then also like being very busy and then taking time off. Like it, it doesn't depend on someone else. It depends on you and, like, right. and you have control over it. Um, you said it's neuromuscular massage. Is that what it was called? Uh -huh. What exactly does that mean? Um, so neuromuscular uh, massage therapy is, it's really a technique of typically kind of deep tissue work um, where you, um, if a person is having issues with, a specific area like their upper back or one of their shoulders or their low back, um, then just trying to analyze and assess that client to try and figure out what the issue, the root cause of that um, problem area is. Um, and so really neuromuscular is when you are working on a person releasing the attachment points of a muscle um, first and then, uh, kind of working and releasing the belly of the muscle in a sense. Um, I don't, yeah, it can be uncomfortable, but it's all, it's usually beneficial. Yeah. Um, and I like to incorporate, you know, the muscle scraping usually on top of that. If I feel like the person is a good candidate for it. Yeah. Um, you know, the muscle scraping or the glossa can be kind of brutal looking because uh, it brings the blood to the surface. Yeah. So that's not for everyone. Um, most of my clients that are in some kind of sport aspect or athlete um, are usually the best candidates for like the muscle scraping. Um, and neuromuscular is, 
it's probably a fancier term for deep tissue work. Yeah. Um, it's just more of a technical yeah. kind of term. But with neuromuscular, you know, you're you're treating like trigger points or adhesions within the muscle. There's so many different types. Like I figured it was a, a specific type of massage yeah. rather than like, like you said, was it Thai? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's so many different types. So mm -hmm. how do you like, what is the process like for you to get someone to commit to like coming in to regularly see you and to like make themselves a priority to make it a priority? Like, is, is that tough sometimes? Um, I don't really make it tough. I, you know, I feel like people are going to do what they feel is best for themselves. Um, and I just try to give advice or guidance mm -hmm. as to what, in my experience, I think would be best for their bodies. Yeah. Whether they take that advice or not is up to them. Um, I don't, when someone comes in, I don't, you know, say, well, I'm going to need to see you once a week for the next six weeks or whatever. Um, some people want that, you know, they ask like, what do you recommend mm -hmm. for whatever issue they're having, you know? And I usually say, listen to your body. Um, especially if it's the first time I've worked on this person, because I'm not going to be the right fit for every mm -hmm. client that walks in the door. Um, hopefully most people like what I do, but if they don't, well, that's fine. There's lots of other mm -hmm. therapists to go choose from. Um, but yeah, when, you know, someone comes in and want, if they have an issue that, you know, they're trying to get past, then I say after the first massage, notice how you feel over the next week or mm -hmm. especially within the first couple of days of receiving the massage that I give. Um, typically they should be a little sore um, just because we've probably woken things up and hopefully loosened things up. Um, but initially when someone's, you know, has a shoulder injury or neck injury or back injury, if they can come in more frequently in the beginning, the better because massage can definitely be kind of a cumulative thing. Um, and then I always think that once a month getting a massage is kind of a good wellness yeah. practice. Um, that's what I try to do as well. Yeah. Almost like a check-in. Yeah. Yeah. What, like how often do you get someone who comes in and they're like, I feel broken. Like, I feel like I need to be fixed. I feel mm -hmm. like there's no hope for me. Like, do you get people like that? Um, I'm sure I do. Um, How do you approach that? You know, I, I don't claim to be a healer. <laughs> um, I like to assist people in their journey of getting better. But, you know, there's so many different aspects of, of wellness. You know, there's what they can get out of receiving massage is only a certain part of the puzzle when, you know, are they, is their diet good? You know, is their physical level of activity 
good, um, you know, in their mental state or, Mm -hmm. but there's so many different aspects to a person's stress level, which, you know, in reality, what I'm doing with massage is just trying to bring that person's stress level down for a period of time. Um, you know, so if someone has, and you know, I, a lot of times I don't ask these things of clients, but mm-hmm. when people get on the table, they often like to vent or yeah. you know tell me what is going on in their mm-hmm. lives. And I'm not a trained professional to give advice on anything other than what I do as a massage yeah. therapist. Um, so I just I learned very early on as a massage therapist that when people are are telling me their life story and stuff, not to judge that or to give advice on their relationships, you know, that kind of stuff. It's more of just like, yes, I understand. Yes. Um, That's huge, man. They just want, <laughs> I mean, we all just want to vent and have someone like right. reassure us and say like, that sucks. I get it. Yeah. And like the power of being able to vent um, to yeah. someone that you trust, I think is, is huge. Yeah. Um, I also think like your role and like what you said about helping someone like have a little bit less stress, feel a little bit of like, less stress. I think that is huge. Like that's really what we're all trying to do here is, is help manage their stress and like health and wellness. Some of us are on the, I'm going to add stress spectrum. And then some of us are, I'm going to help you recover from that stress spectrum. So I think, you know, whatever role you play, whatever pillar you take that pillar of however that person feels recovered, less stress is, is so important. Um, right. What about, the aspect of health and wellness that you've chosen, like what about that is your favorite thing? Like what inspires you about that? Um, well, I mean, I'll say from, I'm a firm believer that as a massage therapist, and I think not just massage therapist, but any kind of body worker, um, should kind of, um, what's walk the talk or, you know, if they're preaching wellness, Mm -hmm. then they should be receiving some type of self care themselves and practice what you preach. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, for a massage therapist that says, Oh, I never received massage. Like, well then that doesn't, I've never understood that. Like how, how is that possible? Like, you need to be able to experience what you are providing for your client. So um, that's why I am a firm believer that I should get self-care, get massage, get facials, get acupuncture um, on a regular basis because it helps me kind of put myself into my client's shoes in a sense. Yeah. Um, So... It would be like if I am telling people that they should be physically active and I wasn't physically active. Right. Like yeah. that, And that's like, unfortunately, what you see a lot in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's why like, you've chosen to do something different and why you're passionate about it and really good at what you do. Because you practice what you preach, not only because you feel like you should in terms of being a healthcare, like a wellness professional, but because you know the value of it. Yes. Um, and you know right. how important it is. And right. Like you said, like you like to work out and lift weights and like, so do a lot of your clients. And so Mm -hmm. it does help you like really relate to them and 
um, their goals and like what they're going through yeah. as well. And, you know, I've had injuries throughout my career and in my life and there, you know, injuries aren't fun and pain isn't fun, but every time I have one of those experiences of discomfort and pain because of something I've done in the gym or, you know, a back issue that I just can't figure out. Um, it really, I try to look at it optimistically and, and say, well, this is what these, this type of pain is what I've been treating for so many years. But now that I've had that pain or similar pain, it really helps me relate to my client. Oh yeah. Um, so when I have somebody on the table, that's like, Oh, I have, you know, this back discomfort or this shoulder discomfort or this neck issue, then I can always relate back to when I've had that. Not that they have the exact same issue, but they may have some of the same kind of experiences that I've had as yeah. far as the discomfort. And hopefully I'll be able to treat them, you know, with the way I treated my issue and, and help them get past it. Yeah. It's like you, you just have a different, like a better perspective. Like it, it sucks for you to have to like, for you to have an injury. Right. Yeah. But like, it really does help look at patients and clients' experiences like in a different light because like you said like the pain that you may be feeling may be different we all experience it differently but the pain of like the fear that is associated with pain and injuries the frustrating aspects of like having to modify your workouts and like just the the aspect of like everything that pain brings in like you can relate to that so much like if i would have never had any pain or injuries, like I would probably be a really bad PT. Cause I'd yeah. be like, Oh, I don't know what that feels like. Like, are right. you sure about that? Yeah. Um, still getting pain and injury sucks, but like it allows you to, to be so much better at what mm -hmm. you do because it's all about like, how can we relate to humans? Yeah. Um, and like help each other out. You so. know, and I think, um, I think oftentimes people view pain as a reason to stop moving. Um, you say that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we are here at made to move. So, um, you were made to move. I know. <laughs> um, but I've always had that, um, that belief that when my clients come in that are in pain and are having some type of issue, I can help them or try to help them with, you know, massage. But I often say like, you know, you're probably going to be sore after what I've done, but I think the key and the trick is to just not, you know, don't lay in bed all day because you have a back issue. Yeah. Like getting up and moving is going to help, you know, more circulation in that area um, and just help you kind of get past it sooner than later. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Sitting and having a lazy day in bed is feels great, but it's not really going to, resolve your pain that you're having yeah you gotta right. you have to kind of take some responsibility and, and do stuff yourself like to get past it yeah i think that's a, a a good point like i mean and there's always value in like having that lazy day right but like right taking responsibility without without being like it's my fault but being like okay this is my body and like this is what i can do about it like yeah putting the control back into the patient or the client's hands like mm -hmm. the self efficacy efficacy the like independence from it of like like you said like you're not going to push anyone this is your choice like you're there to guide them yeah um and i also think that um 
receiving massage oftentimes just brings a person's awareness to their bodies um, that maybe they didn't realize that they had lost. Um, especially for someone that has never really had much experience in receiving massage. Like oftentimes if those people come and get on my table and I start working on them, you know, and maybe they get on the table and are like, yeah, I don't really have any specific problem areas. But then I end up finding, you know, tension or, mm-hmm. or, or a tender area on their back or in their neck and they didn't realize that was there. So it just, I think massage is great in that it brings a person's awareness to their body up. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's always a positive thing if, you know, people are, can be in their bodies and feel their bodies, um, more so than not. Yeah. Rather than like a, an out of body experience, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Like it helps them like more take control and like take responsibility of right. it too. And, you know, I think this day and age with stresses of life and as busy as we all are, um, it's just important to, to stop for an hour or 90 minutes and, um, have that time for yourself but also kind of give the therapist that you're seeing um, the permission to, you know, work on you and, and to kind of open your body up to having work done. Yeah. Some people, you know, not everybody likes to be touched and, and that's okay, but there's clearly other reasons for that. So being able to get on the table is for some people a big accomplishment just allowing another person to touch them. Yeah. It's like being vulnerable. Right. Yeah. So what is next for you in terms of like, I'm sure, you know, I don't know how the pandemic was for you, but you know, stressful. There were a lot of things I'm sure changed. Like what does this year look like for you? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? What is, what's ahead for you? Um, well, I think like majority of people in the world right now is just getting past the, the pandemic. Yeah, um, and hopefully there's light at the end of the tunnel for that um, as people, you know, continue to get vaccinated. Um, I've, as far as like during the pandemic and, you know, the stresses of that, um, I was had to be closed down for two months mm-hmm. um, legally. And, and I think I wanted to be closed down too. But um, now that, you know, we're back into it, um, it's pretty amazing how how much more massage is needed now, even than pre-pandemic. Um, and I think it's because of the stresses of that comes along with the pandemic. Oh yeah. Um, you know, people are craving that touch or um, the work that they need on their bodies because of the stress of having to work from home or you know that kind of thing. Yeah, I think that's a good point. Um, so for this year, I mean, yeah, definitely just right now, my number one goal is, is getting through the pandemic mm-hmm. and um, hopefully getting back to some normalcy and as far as what life used to be like, you know, being able to go to a restaurant comfortably and and not have to worry about, yeah, you know, COVID. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, my hope is, 
that you know that Charleston Wellness Studios continues to be successful and everyone that's within that space um, continues to thrive and, and do well and grow. Um, so yeah, just keep pushing on. Just keep pushing on, right? Yeah, <laughs> just keep doing what you're doing. How, like, what is the process like of like becoming a client of yours? Like how can our listeners contact you, find you and like start this process? Um, so I have a pretty large online presence. Um, so for massage by me, um, my website is body works by Jimmy, which is, um, body and then works is W U R X, um, by Jimmy. So bodyworksbyjimmy.com. Um, and I have a great online scheduling app that is attached to the website. So, um, I stay booked up usually one to two weeks out. So popular, high demand, um, <laughs> you know, if people are looking for oftentimes when people want massages, when they think about it and it's, yeah. you know, it's like, Oh, I could go for a massage today. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes I'm not going to be available mm-hmm. um, just because I stay booked out a week or two in advance. I do have kind of last minute cancellations on occasion, um, which I'm able to, work people in that way. Um, and my website has a great feature. It's a wait list. So if someone's wanting to get on my schedule, but don't see any convenient times, they can add themselves to the wait list. And if, or when someone does cancel kind of last minute, then whoever's on the wait list gets first dibs on that opening, which is pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. You look into that. Um, so yeah, I mean the process, the easiest way to schedule with me is through my website. Mm-hmm. Um, some people aren't comfortable with that or savvy with that. So um, I communicate via text or phone, but oftentimes I'm in massages all day. So I don't, I don't have time to return phone calls and yeah. that kind of thing. So um, the online scheduling is, is pretty sweet. Yeah. What is that like first initial, like, so say I've never seen you before and I come mm-hmm. to see you, like, what is that first session like? Um, you know, I spend the first several minutes, you know, of meeting you, like kind of chatting about what your goals are for the massage. Um, usually people, you know, have specific areas that they want focused on. Um, or maybe somebody just comes in and wants to relax and, you know, have an hour or 90 minutes of quietness. Um, so yeah, just, I mean, the first initial consultation is just kind of figuring out what the person's goals are, you know, what their expectations are. Um, and then we just kind of go from there. Usually the first, you know, first visit is more about me assessing their bodies mm-hmm. and the tissue that I'm working on. Yeah. Um, and then hopefully they come back after their first visit. You're making me really want a massage right now. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jimmy. Yeah. So, thank Body you. Works by Jimmy works is W U R X. Is that because it Correct. was like the R X you wanted in there? No, there was no rhyme or reason. There was okay. really no body work was taken. It was just a little, uh, <laughs> you know, funky. Yeah. Yes. Love it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on. Thank you very much, Hannah. Yeah. It's a pleasure chatting. Of course. As always, everyone, thank you for listening.
Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Head on over to Instagram. Find us at Healthy Charleston. Leave us a review on iTunes. If you ever have any topics you want us to talk about or guests you want to bring on, feel free to DM us. Otherwise, thanks again.